Welcome to the Equip Podcast, where we aspire to help others through honest conversation, personal experiences, and biblical encouragement. I talk about life, the Bible, mental health, and so much more. We believe that being equipped allows God's grace to keep us focused on the purpose of the church, in which we are a group of redeemed sinners who are growing into Christ-likeness together. I wholeheartedly believe that God equips and encourages the unequipped, and I want to share this good news with you. Enjoy the episode! everybody. This is the Equipped Podcast. Your host Colby Hales here. Super stoked to be back. Season 3, episode 1, episode 20 overall. I'm super stoked to be back. I'm ready to be back after a little bit of a break. I'm excited, guys. I'm, I'm, this is going to be the best season yet. Most exciting season. We're going to get into a little bit of why I believe that will be the case. But guys, I hope you all have been doing well. Hope this... Um, Last few weeks have been good. It's been weird not doing any episodes, to be completely honest. I've missed it. I really have missed it. I've missed being on uh, the mic. I've missed sharing my journey with y'all. I've missed sharing what's been going on in my life. It's been weird to not do that. I feel like it's been a part of my everyday, not every day, but I guess every week routine where going back and forth going back and forth of just, uh, sorry, I was fixing my hat, fixing my mic, but yeah, going back and forth on every Friday, it's been good to put stuff out, but I've also very much enjoyed the break that I've had. Um, it's been a good break. I can't wait to share a little bit about what's been going on during that break, what we've been up to here at the equipped and then just the way kind of God's leading, um, for what's next. So without further ado, let's get to the episode. I don't anticipate this to be a super long episode as there's not much to recap y'all on, but there is a lot to tell you about what new is coming this season, and that is what I'm super excited for. So I apologize for the short notice on the episode as I posted yesterday, but I was like, you know what? I'm ready to just get out there and post it. I'm ready to get out there and record it. I've missed being behind the mic, and we're here. So I apologize for the short notice, but episodes will still come out every Friday. We've got an exciting, exciting guest next week. I'm super excited to get that out to you. I wasn't really sure when we were going to start back, which I wish I would have been able to give y'all more of a notice on that. Again, I apologize, but I do feel very blessed to have been able to rest and rejuvenate. Um, I'm very thankful for that. I think a lot of times rest and rejuvenation in life allows you to kind of realign um, your purpose, realign your goals, realign what it is that God has for you. And I think a lot of times when you take a step away from what your, your normal routine, it can, it can either make you do one of two things, miss that normal routine or allow you to be like, this was great while I stepped away. I'm glad I'm gone. Uh, for me, I missed it. 
I missed putting these episodes out. Like I said, it's my goal, even if it just helps one person to continue to do that, continue to do it, continue to put it out there for y'all. So let's do a little recap of what's been going on throughout my life. Um, first, you've been able to notice new music, new vibe, new season, new episode. We're doing it. Season three, let's get to it. So, yes, what I ha- what have I done this break? I've rested a lot, I can tell you that. I've rested. I had spring break. That was fun. What did I do for spring break? I went on a cruise with my family. That was enjoyable. I went on a cruise with my family, so that was uh, Kinley Jared. Kinley and Jared came. That was fun. Um, and then Malin, my father, and my mother. Me and Malin held down a fort. Mom and dad held down a fort. Me and Malin got stuck in a little interior room where no light was getting through. My mom and dad had a nice little balcony. Well, it was a virtual balcony, so it was like a camera that went out there. It was awesome, though. Royal Caribbean Odyssey of the Seas. It was a good. It made me miss being on cruises, I'll tell you that. It was like a nine-day cruise. Where did we go? We went to Aruba, Curacao. I'm blanking on it now. Aruba, Curacao. Their their private island left out of uh, Fort Lauderdale. Boy, oh boy, was it a journey there and back. I can't wait to tell you about that. But yeah, so spring break was great. Other than the fact that I, so I'm not much of a, I don't lay out in the sun. It's not really my vibe. It's not really my thing. My mom, if you know her, she, she'll do it all, all day, every day if she could. Um, so yeah, so one day I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm pale. It's been through the winter. It's the, the weather's warm here. I'm going to go lay out in the sun. I'll go lay out in the sun. And what, what was unique is I went and laid out in the sun. I was like, man, it's, it's rainy and cloudy. Kind of sucked because I was like, it's going to be the one day that I was going to do it. I'm going to have to come back out another day and do it. Well, let me tell you, I fell asleep out there for about 30 minutes. I woke up, was like, hey, guys, do I look burnt? They're like, no, not really. I was like, dang it. Like, I was I was hoping to get burnt out here. Well, let's just say the sun did its damage to me. Um, I had a nice little tan line on my stomach where my shirt was laid out. Um, I was as red as a lobster. And it was awful. I was in Curacao, uh, and all of a sudden, I start itching like never before. I like I, I literally, you're going to think I'm exaggerating. If you don't know what this is, look it up. It's called Hell's Itch. It's a real thing. Look it up. You don't believe me. But it's this itch that comes when your, I guess, it's really only on the upper body, when your nerves get damaged because of the sun, and it happens in 5 to 10% of people who get sunburnt. And it happened to me. I happened to be that lucky 5 to 10% that got absolutely fried. So, yeah, it was awful. Like, I was in the room. I had to run back to the boat while I was on the island. Beautiful island, though. Run back on the boat. I came, sat down on the bed. And I literally was, I was, I, there's never been a time, well, there has been. I was crying out to God to help me. It was so bad. It was so bad. So I went down to the infirmary. Oh, well, we're at port, so they're closed because that makes a lot of sense because people don't get hurt while they're on the boat. Um, so that sucked. Uh, I guess the doctors were out enjoying the island, which I understand, but when a boy needs an infirmary, a boy needs the infirmary. Um, so didn't go to the infirmary. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get some Benadryl. at the. They had like a dispenser. You could get, Oh, 
Well, while we're in Curacao, they don't allow you to, while we're in port, they didn't allow you to get buy anything out of that. So I was like, well, I'm stuck here. So I looked up what hell's itch was. And it was talking about this itch where your nerves are damaged. And the only thing that will ever heal it basically in that time to heal the itch is going and taking a hot shower, which I know is really not it's what you think you wouldn't want to do, but it confuses your nerves and your nerve endings. The hot water does. So I was just taking like four or five showers a day. The next few days I peeled like crazy. Nonetheless, wear your sunscreen folks. I tried to be tan. Let's just say it didn't work out. I got absolutely fried like a lobster. They probably could have served me at lobster night and they wouldn't have been able to tell difference. But other than that, it was great. It was a good cruise. I was ready to be back. I missed my apartment in Lynchburg. I missed my family. Um, Allie and Matthew particularly, they didn't get to come this time, but maybe next time. But yeah, so um, I do apologize as the merch was supposed to launch on April 1st. This was not an April Fool's joke. This was going to be for real. Um, was supposed to launch on April 1st. However... We didn't get to launch it because I had to attend back um, in Winston with my family as my grandpa um, has. He's been kind of been recently going down downhill a little bit, uh, but we he had an episode while we were on the cruise, and we weren't really sure what was going on, but we got back on a Sunday. We went and visited him, um, kind of said my goodbyes, uh, and then... Uh, the launch of the merch was supposed, we were supposed to have a merch shoot and that was supposed to be what promoted our merch. But unfortunately I had to go home and be with my family cause I just wanted to be with him and see him and hang out with him a little bit. Um, so we had to call that off. Therefore we didn't really have anything to put out for the merch. Um, everything's up and ready to go though. All I got to do is press one button and it's out. So to get the merch and pictures taken of it, all that great stuff, the merch is coming out April 21st. I'm excited for it. I'm pumped for it. It's going to be good. I know God's got it. That merch goes uh, really to helping us buy um, equipment and all that stuff to really make this podcast better. But um, thank you in advance for anyone that decides to purchase that. Um, But yeah, so what else in my life? I took on another class, philosophy. So fun found out that I'll be graduating this summer. So that was a plus. I was really excited, very grateful for that. Um, I thought I was going to have to do online next semester, which is what I planned on doing. But we didn't end up doing that. Figured out, looked at my DCP, looked at my my course schedule. um, And yeah, so I graduate this summer. I'm going to be grinding while I'm doing my internship. But I'm super excited to finish out this summer. It's been a weird ride like it doesn't feel like I'm done this summer um, but I'm grateful to be done nonetheless Um, I've loved my time here at Liberty but I'm almost ready for the next stage of life whatever God has for that so uh, yeah another great thing Charlotte FC started up MLS team here in North Carolina been going to those games we absolutely suck I think we've won like one out of the last six games five games I don't even know but we have season tickets so uh, that is a lot of fun. I've been grateful to go to that with some friends, family, um, Allie and Matthew, my older sister and her husband 
are moving back to North Carolina soon uh, at the beginning of May, so I'm super stoked for them. Um, I'll have a buddy to go to the Charlotte FC games with, and Matthew, uh, Ali maybe will go. But yeah, like I said, this is more of a recap of my life through the time uh, that I had off, but nonetheless, I'm ready to get into what's going to be new this season. I'm super stoked. I've got my skim milk here. Guys, skim milk is key, okay? Skim milk is what makes the bones stronger, and I know that a lot of y'all are probably thinking like what in the world um yeah so anyone that knows me closely knows that skim milk is my jam uh i drink it all day every day there's nothing more rejuvenating than a cold glass of milk particularly skim milk reason i drink skim because i know a lot out there are going to judge me for this i drink skim because i used to drink so much two percent that it would make me gain weight so I said, you know what? We're going to wean off to the 1%. 1% weaned off to the skim milk. And we're here now. We're here now and I love it. So hold your judgments for something else. You know what? I don't need your judgments. I don't care. It is what it is. I'm happy with my life. So what's new this season, ladies and gentlemen? I'm excited. Of course, more guests. We're going to have more guests. Okay, I've already got, I think, about seven right now planned. There's going to be 10 episodes in this season. Um, so I'm super stoked about... That there was ten in the last season. I know there was only nine in the in the first season. I don't know what I was thinking. I should have done ten for that. I just I wasn't thinking. So this is episode twenty, episode one of the new season. So I'm super stoked. Gonna have a lot of different guests. Um, one thing I love is just being able to bring guests that y'all don't really know, um, simply because everyone has a story, and I I believe that everyone should share their story. And so I'm very grateful for the opportunity to be able to share this story, uh, share people's stories through the podcast and be able to just pick their brains about what it is that God's brought them through, brought them to a number of different things. So nonetheless, I'm excited for y'all to hear about uh, some of the stories that we have planned. Like I said, next week's episode is a phenomenal episode. I'm super um, blessed and happy to get that out to y'all. So there's going to be a new video element to the podcast. We've gone two seasons where we haven't really done any video elements, uh, and we're going to do it now. We're making reels. Um, we're going to be doing Facebook videos. We're going to be adding um, just a whole new video element to the podcast for y'all to see a little bit about how how we do what we do and what it is that we do um, through video perspective, which is exciting. Um, yeah, I've got a, I'm, I'm solo in it today, but I've got a video camera in here now. And it's like, do I just look at the camera while I'm talking or do I like look at my computer? Like, what do I look at? Um, do I drink? Do I just look at my skim milk? You know, because it's a beautiful thing to look at. I'm a little football cup over here. But yeah, it's like, what do I look at? So um, nonetheless, people that are watching this video, if, if, if I'm making you awkward with a co eye contact, I apologize. But yeah, like I said, Reels, Facebook videos, TikTok videos, um, it's more so those do really well on social media, and so we want to be able to put our name out there um, and what it is that we do. I'm not doing this for followers or anything like that. I really just want to be able to put what it is that we do in our brand out there so that people can um, hear it and hopefully be encouraged by it. And I know God will do whatever he wishes with that, so I completely trust him. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to put a new element out to what it is that we do. My goal here 
with equipped is every episode or excuse me every season to do something new to where we're doing things better and better and better um and so having the ability to do video um is something that we haven't done in the past two um seasons really but it'll be really cool when we do have guests because we'll be able to see the different uh, facial expressions or just conversations uh, that are going on. So I am super stoked about um, the ability to just do that. So giveaways, we've got some giveaways that are going to be happening this season and they're pretty good. They're pretty good giveaways. So we've obviously got the merch that we have. We'll be giving that away um, as well. Um, and then we're going to do one giveaway uh, for Charlotte FC tickets, three Charlotte FC tickets to um, a game. So we're super excited about that, hopefully to get y'all involved a little bit, to get y'all looking forward to stuff. But I wanted to go ahead and tell y'all a little bit about that just to keep y'all on your toes, I guess. Last thing, I am in the process of writing a book. Uh, it's something that you would have... I probably never thought that I would do, but um, God kind of put it on my heart to write what it is that I do here at the podcast out um, and just kind of write some of the stories uh, about my life growing up um, and the things that God did uh, through me and then the things that that God continues to do. Uh, yeah, I guess in my in my past and in my future, I want to be able to share that Um but the, the, the book is going to highlight my past a lot and kind of what it is that I've gone through and how God's taught me a lot of different things. I have no clue how long that'll take to write. A lot of people say it's like a year-long process. And so I just recently started it and, and I'm starting to, to write, you know, articulate my thoughts down on paper. So I have no clue how long that'll be. But uh, nonetheless, it's something to continue to pray about uh, and look for. So that's pretty much it in terms of uh, what's new this season. I do have some uh, biblical encouragement for y'all. I want to share this with y'all. So I was reading out of Genesis. Um, this I'm trying to find my Bible real quick. Where I had it. I've been reading out of Genesis recently, and I've just kind of been reading through Genesis as I've decided that it was something that I really wanted to. Uh, dive deeper in because I don't think I've ever like read the book of Genesis fully but um I was reading I read 11 and 12 yesterday and today I was reading in chapter 13 I want to say it was uh where Abram and Lot separate um so basically I kind of give y'all a synopsis of what's going down here uh in the book so Abram and Lot um, have separated. They just went through Egypt, but they got kicked out of Egypt by or Abraham, Abram, excuse me, Abram did and his wife. Uh, but they got kicked out of Egypt because Abram tricked Pharaoh into thinking that uh, his actual wife was his sister because they knew that if the Egyptians knew that uh, his beautiful wife was his wife, that they would kill Abram um, because Pharaoh would want her for himself. That exactly did happen, but thankfully... Uh, Pharaoh let him go because he found out that it was Abram's actual wife and plagues came among them. So they just wanted him gone. But anyways, in chapter 13, Abram and Lot, um, went from Egypt and they basically went through the land that they had just passed through. And so Abram and Lot were both wealthy men that had a lot of livestock money, um, 
herders and all of that stuff. But there was one thing that was was uh, not going well for them. So the Lord led them to a land, and Abram and Lot were having issues with their uh, shepherds and their herdsmen because um, there was strife between them because of, there just wasn't enough land for everything that was out there. Um, and so Abram said to Lot, let there be no strife between you and me, between your herdsmen and my herdsmen, for we are kinsmen. Um, basically, uh, Abram gives the idea of him and Lot to separate. Well, him and Lot end up separating, and uh, in, in verse 14, um, it says, The Lord said to Abram, after Lot had separated from him, Lift your eyes up and look from the place where you are, northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all of that land that you see, I will give to you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring as the dust of the earth, so that if one can count the dust of the earth, your offspring can be counted. Arise, walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I will give it to you. So Abram moved his tent and came and settled by the oaks of, of Mamre, which are at Hebron, and there he built an altar to the Lord. So I want to say a few things here. So God um, promises Abram all of this stuff, basically all of this land. Look your eyes, and you know, in verse 14 it says, look, lift up your eyes and look from the place that you are northward and southward and eastward and westward for all the land that you will see I will give to you and your offspring forever. So one thing that God does in Genesis chapter 13 is he promises Abram something and then he commands Abram. So God had to reposition Abram for his promise to come true. But that's not the only thing that happens here. God didn't have to reposition Abram and Lot for their promise to come true. Abram also had to be obedient and move to where God was calling him to go. And so it's a two-pronged approach here. God can call you somewhere, but if you are not willing to move to the point of where God is calling you, it's not going to happen. You can't be willing and wanting to accept the promises of God that he has for you if you aren't willing to be led by God to those promises. So basically, you're not going to get there yourself, and it's not until you realize that for yourself that your heart will start to change. So when God closes a door, you have to trust that that closed door is a repositioning, is God's repositioning into a door that's going to be open for you. Let me say that again. When a door closes in your life, it's never easy. It's never, it's never comfortable. It's never fun. But there are times that God closes the doors in our lives, and we as humans, we want things now. So we hope that the door that's going to open next is going to be right beside the door that God closes. But sometimes what we fail to realize is that there is a repositioning period in which God is repositioning and getting our hearts ready for what's next. That repositioning period is where God is taking you up and he is putting you in front of a new door so that when he opens that door, you are willing to walk through it. Because what good is it is if God opens a door and you are not willing to walk through it? We have free will. We're able to do that, but if we if our hearts aren't repositioned and ready for what God has for us, then how are we going to be willing to walk through the door when God opens that? That repositioning time is a time where we have to be intentional to spend time in God's Word, to talk to God in prayer, to worship God through all things. And if we aren't willing to do that, then what makes you think that God is going to reposition you and open another door for you right now? 
So my encouragement to you is you might be in a state where you're in that repositioning period. You don't know what's going on. You kind of feel like you're in this the middle. The middle a lot of times can be this lonely place. I fully understand it. I've been there. Part of me feels like I'm in that right now with I'm finishing up school and I'm trying to figure out what's next. What has God called me to do? I don't know. But the thing that I know that I can do and the thing that I know that will be the best thing for me is to continue to allow God to reposition me in front of the door that he is going to open. I don't want to try to walk through a door that isn't ordained by God. I don't desire to do that because I've done that many, many times in my life and 10 out of 10 times is I failed because it's me trying to do it on my own strength. It's me trying to do it on my own strength and not trusting God. Well, if we think that we can do it on our own strength and we can open those doors in our life, why do we need a God? And the answer to that question is we can open those doors. You're going to open a door and you're going to walk through a maze and that maze is going to lead you right back to where you started. But a lot of times you think that that hallway, that hallway or whatever is on the other side of that door is attractive to your eye. Well, let me tell you, if you haven't been asking God what the next door is that he is going to open and you haven't been getting your heart prepared, I'm going to tell you honest that if you go through that door that God's called you and you're not ready for it, it's going to slap you in the face. But I will also say that a lot of times God won't open the doors until you are ready. So that's an encouragement that if you feel like you're in this waiting period right now where you don't know what door God is going to open, the only thing that you can do in this very moment is trust God knowing that he will open a door and that door will ultimately be better for you than the door that you could open yourself. So I say that to trust God. Be still and wait patiently for God talks about that in Psalms, Psalms 46, 10, be still and know that I am God. So if you can be still and know who God is and know his character, then you should be able to know and understand that God will open a door for you that is going to be amazing. It's going to be the door that you should walk through. doesn't mean that that door that you're going to walk through, that path is going to be easy because that's, that's not how life works. We live in a broken and fallen world where things are difficult. Life's a lot more difficult than it should be. But that's why we have Christ, because he died on the cross for our sins, and he is our guide. He is our, he is our Alpha and the Omega, the Prince of Peace. And when you know what that peace comes from, when you know that, that the peace of the Lord, that God gives the peace of the Lord that surpasses all understanding, you can know that whatever the, that door has and whatever that hallway down that door after that door has, you can know that God is a God that will grant you peace. And all you have to do is ask for it. All you have to do is be willing to say, Lord, I am here. My yes is on the table. Reposition me and my heart to what it is that you have for me. Now, I'll be the first one to admit that this is a lot easier said than done. It's a lot easier said than done, and I hear you. I fully understand. You're not going to be perfect. You're going to fail. But let me tell you, as a friend said the other day, the pursuit of holiness is still holy. The pursuit of holiness is still holy. So if you are desiring to follow God and you are desiring to figure out what it is that he has for you and you are spending time in the word, you are praying, you are seeking his face, it's going to make your decision and it's going to make 
your heart so much more ready for what it is that God has for you. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't going to be times where you're like, God, where are you leading me? It's not wrong to ask questions. It's not wrong to ask God as lo- where he's leading you as long as you're not challenging God and, not, and, and, and having, not having a lack of trust in him. When has he ever led you down the wrong path or opened the wrong door for you? He hasn't. And if you're thinking of a time right now where, man, yeah, well, what about this time when God definitely opened the wrong door for you? Honey, I'm willing to bet that that door that was open wasn't opened by God, but it was probably tried to be opened by you and it led you back to square one. So reevaluate where you've been and, and try to figure out that is it, is it God that led you there or is it yourself that led you there? It's important to think about. It's a lot easier said than done. But I encourage you now to sit patiently and wait for what God has for you. Because whatever God has for you, it is worth waiting for. So that sums up biblical encouragement for y'all. I hope that that was an encouragement for y'all, as I know it was for me as I was reading it today. Um, Genesis 13 is what I got that out of. God kind of put that in my life to uh, share with you, share with y'all. I hope that y'all find that encouraging. The last thing I'm going to do today, super exciting. I do this with some of my guests. I'm going to make it more of a regular thing. We're going to have some fun questions to ask. We got some fun questions to ask. Normally, I call it a hot topic where I will ask a number of different hot topic questions. I call it fun questions today. Why? Because we're going we're gonna to ask some fun questions and you are going to be able to hear my answers to it. Five questions right here, all right? What animal would I say is the biggest party animal? Mm, that's a good one. Party animal. When I first heard that question, the first thing that came to mind was a dolphin. I'm not really sure why. Dolphins like humans. They got that party vibe, you know? Like the... I don't know. That's what a dolphin sounds like to me, you know? They got that... that I, don't, I can't even describe it. Party animal. I say a dolphin. What animal are you like the most? Easy question. Wiener dog. 120% wiener dog. Even if I'm not like a wiener dog, I want to be like a wiener dog. R.I.P. Snickers. That was our wiener dog that we had before I was even alive. But rest in peace. He died of a broken back. She. No, it was a he. Snickers. I don't even know if Snickers was a guy or girl, but rest in peace to Snickers. Um, why am I like a wiener dog? Wiener dogs are friendly. They are. I got a feisty side to me. Actually, let me pull it up. I was reading this article today. Fascinating. There were 33 dogs surveyed, okay? What was the number one most aggressive breed out of those 33 dogs? In my head, I'm thinking pit bull. I don't even know, like, hunting dog. No, a Dotson. A wiener dog. One in five Dotsons have bitten or tried to bite strangers, and a similar number have attacked other dogs. One in 12 have snapped at their own. I feel like every dog does that, though. I don't know. I don't like the data here. I don't know. But now that I'm reading, I see another article that says Dotsons are better known, are known as the most aggressive dog breeds. It is what it is. I got an aggressive side to me. They got big hearts, though. I like to say I have a big heart. Skim milk. Refreshing. What song would I play at a party? Oof. 
Well, if I was at a party with a party animal like a dolphin, um, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I'm a DJ. I will say I've DJed a number of different things. DJ names, DJ Sloth. DJed a number of different events at Liberty up here in Lynchburg as well. Um, I've been asked to DJ weddings. Hit me up for all your DJ needs. I'm a man of many talents, I suppose. I don't know. I'd probably play some... Oh, man, that's that's a tough, a tough one. I got a bunch of different... I got a bunch of different ones. I guess you just got to come to a party I'm DJing to find out. Um, what is something your parents don't know? Oof. Well, mom and dad, I don't know if you're listening to this. I got pulled over yesterday. Let me tell you a little bit of backstory before you're like, what in the world? So, on Wednesdays, I go visit my girlfriend in Virginia Tech. She goes to Virginia Tech. She lives in Blacksburg. Allison, she's the best. Um, So, I was coming back last night. And when you're traveling from Blacksburg to Lynchburg or vice versa, you go through a lot of these little small towns. Well, it was about a little, it was about 12 a.m. I know, Mom and Dad. Um, I was out late last night, this morning. And uh, I was listening to some Morgan Wallen, his new album, I think Neon. It was F-150-50, I don't remember. Good Morgan Wallen song was on. I was just vibing, had my McDonald's tea with me. All of a sudden, I pass a cop. You know, all, all of you have those experiences where you, when you know you're speeding, you're like, oh, crap. When you pass a cop, that adrenaline hits up in you. Well... I don't know what it was last night. I was super chill. I was like, well, I was speeding. I was going a little bit over the speed limit on my cruise control. I was just cruise controlling it. What foot wasn't even on the gas. I was the only one on the road, pretty much. Was cruise controlling it all the way through the small town. I did not see that the speed limit had gone down to 50 until after I passed the cop. Passed the cop, saw the speed limit, was like, oh, well, he has every right to pull me over because I was speeding. Um... Pulls out behind me, does the little thing where he doesn't pull me over until like a mile after he pulled out behind me. So I'm like, he's going to light me up. He lights me up. I pull over immediately. I was like, well, this dude is totally valid to have pulled me over. I was speeding. I'm guilty. If he gives me a ticket, I can't, can't complain about it. I was speeding. I wasn't freaking out though. I was super chill. So, he gets out of his car, young 27, 28-year-old officer, very nice guy. Sir, the reason I pulled you over is because I got you going 70 and a 50. I'm like, oof. I said, yes, sir. That's my fault. I apologize. I said I was on cruise control. He could hear the Morgan Wallen in the car. It was still playing. I was like, I was on cruise control and didn't see it turn to 50. I said, but let me give you my license and registration. I said, that, you know, that, that's on me. He was like, well, were you on a date tonight? I was like, well, no matter of fact, I was. I said, my girlfriend lives in Blacksburg, and I was on my way back to Lynchburg since I go to Liberty. I said, but I was just cruising, listening to music. I said, I wasn't even paying attention. I said, that was my fault. Because there was literally no cars on the road. Still not an excuse to, to not be safe. He was like, all right, I got gotcha. you. He said, well, let me be right back. Goes back to his car. Comes back about two minutes later. He's like, I'm just going to give you a warning tonight. And I was like... 
Well, thank you, officer. I mean, he pardoned me. He gave me a lot of grace and mercy. I'll say that. Am I going to get in trouble with my parents? Maybe. But I accept responsibility. I was the one speeding. I, I know. I was the one speeding. Officer Sly. What a nice guy. I think he's Bedford Police. If anybody knows Officer Sly, I asked him his name. He said Sly. I said, thank you, man. He said, stay safe out there. I asked him how I could pray for him. I think he thought I said, I'm going to pray for you. So he just was like, thanks, man. And I was like, dope. Peace out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Officer Sly, if you're out there, I appreciate you, man. Stay safe. Um, and, in rec- and then my last last fun question is a recent, emb- what's a recent embarrassing moment? Let me tell you, the other day I was on a bird scooter. Those things are amazing. They get you to class on time. They get you to class on time, but one thing they fail... Well, the bird scooters are great. They didn't fail to do anything. It was it was human error by me. So I woke up, was late to class per usual. No, I'm on, I'm actually normally on time, but today I was late. <clears throat> I had a little ice cold Dr. Pepper in my hand. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do any of that stuff. But the one thing I do do is enjoy an ice cold Dr. Pepper. I was enjoying an ice cold Dr. Pepper and I wanted to take it to class, but I needed to get to class quick. And I was like, you sure as heck aren't going to find me running across campus at 9 a.m. But let me just hop on a bird scooter. So I was on a scooter and this was, this was an open cup. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make this, but we're going to make it work. So I'm wearing all white right now, right? Dr. Pepper is not white. So I'm riding a scooter, starts splashing around on the sidewalk. I'm like, oh crap. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go make it to the road. I go make it to the road and absolutely eat it. Jump off the scooter. Dr. Pepper goes everywhere. Luckily, I was able to jump off and my legs were ran fast enough. Scooter almost falls. I'm like, oh my gosh. There was a guy walking on the sidewalk, so he probably saw me. Yeah, but I don't know if there are any cars, but man, I was so embarrassed. You know those moments, you don't even know if anybody's looking, but you still feel embarrassed because you know you look stupid. Well, I looked stupid. I know I did. But anyways, guys, I hope those questions were fun. I hope you got to know about me. Mom and dad, I love you so much. Y'all are the best drivers ever. You taught me well. Um, it was Morgan Wallen. I blame it on Morgan Wallen. But, yeah, hope you all enjoyed everything, guys. I hope you all have a great weekend. Hope you all are excited for this next upcoming season as I am. I uh, look forward to hearing from y'all. I love when y'all reach out to me, and and I love being able to meet some of y'all and hear y'all's stories. So uh, know that y'all feel free to do that on the Equipped Podcast. Instagram is probably where I'm most active. That's just E-Q-U-I-P-P-E-D dot P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Feel free to reach out to me there. Love you guys. I look forward to continuing to put out um, episodes and, and different big announcements. So just stay tuned on the Instagram and on the socials for all of that stuff. But uh, I love you guys. Go reach out to someone today, someone you haven't talked to in a while. Tell them that you're thinking of them and that you hope they're doing well. I love you guys. Peace out.